0: Welcome to Students Incorporated, a podcast where we dive into relevant topics and issues related to the world of business, technology, education, and design. I'm your host, Mr. Jason. Episodes include student conversations, interviews with thought leaders, and inspirational stories with an international flavor. This podcast is created and produced with the help of students from the International Community School of Bangkok. Today's episode, we'll be interviewing a few members of our local athletic department, one coach and two student-athletes. We'll be asking them about the role sports plays in their lives and how it has impacted them. But before beginning our conversation with our guests, let's hear the quote of the day and the headline news.
1: Our quote of the day comes from basketball legend Michael Jordan. He said, I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. This is a great quote, not only to apply to playing sports, but also to life in general. Success can only be achieved from learning from failures, and a fundamental thing to do is never give up. Michael Jordan is called the best basketball player of all time. His team, the Chicago Bulls, were the best team in the early to mid-90s. Not only is he an accomplished basketball player, he is also a successful businessman, as his brand, Air Jordans, brought in $5.1 billion U.S. dollars. Currently, it's March, and that means that it's the season of
2: March Madness. It's time to pick your favorite team and bet on them to win. Currently the Houston Cougars seem to have the best odds. After them are the Alabama Crimson Tide, the Arizona Wildcats, and the Kansas Jayhawks. Manchester United also just won its first trophy in the Carabao Cup since 2017. They won 2-0 against Newcastle. Sadly Newcastle United hasn't won any major trophies in the last 54 years. There were thousands of fans watching the match and that really gave the feeling of a final cup match. Staying on topic, Manchester United recently lost 7-0 to Liverpool. This was their biggest defeat in 92 years, especially against their biggest rival, Liverpool. The Manchester United manager, Eric Ten Hag, was very disappointed and stated that they lost their heads and did not play as a team.
0: Alright, thank you for the quote in the headline news. Now on to part one.
1: Uh, Hi, Mr George. We're very lucky for you to be here and we would like for you to introduce yourself and please tell us how long have you been at ICS? Glad to be here. Um,
3: First time I've ever been on a podcast. Uh, Listen to a lot of them. But uh, yeah, I teach uh, high school. If you don't know, I teach high school PE. And I have been at ICS for 17 years, uh, but I've lived in Asia for over 30. Our second question for you is, did you play sports in high school or university? Both. I played uh, two years in high school, at my high school in the U.S., um, I played uh, JV and varsity football. I also played JV basketball and varsity baseball. And then in college, uh, my senior year, I returned to Bangladesh and played for a semi-pro team for about half the year. And then when I went to university, I played my junior and senior year uh, varsity football. Didn't play a lot, but I got a lot, a lot of valuable experience of understanding and watching the game, and seeing how it flows out, learn different strategies and things like that. And I think that's where my love of coaching started. How did that experience differ from ICS? Uh, this question was a little bit tougher because it's such a such. I've not played for ICS. Um, I've coached almost my entire time here. But one of the biggest differences that I've noticed uh, from the very beginning was the n- amount of practices we had in, the, in high school. I practiced five days a week, and then with then you had games into that. And then when I was in college, there's a lot of times where we'd train, especially preseason. We'd train two to three times a day. You'd get up at six o'clock in the morning, do a mini practice, then you train a, a nine o'clock session after breakfast, and then you have an afternoon session, sometimes an evening session of two or three hours each. Um, and then once school started, then you're practicing every day for two to three hours every day. I guess the biggest difference that I notice is the amount of practice that we do. And here, I'd only train three times a week. What are your favorite parts about coaching? One of the big things I like is I love the in-game strategy when you're managing a game and you have to make adjustments, try and outsmart the other coach or figure out what he's doing so you can counter it. I love, I love that kind of stuff. But I also I love the interactions I get to have with my players. You know, helping them become not only better players on the pitch, but also better young men. And that's the I think to me, sports is a microcosm of life. There's so many things you learn about yourself when you're on the field, um, how you when situations come up, how you react to those situations. And that can those are situations that come up in in when you get a job, when you get working with other people you, you, you have those things that come up and you have to learn how to react and the opportunity I have to build into the lives of my players and, and encourage them and challenge them and make them and help them grow as, as young men and I do hope my guys know how much I care about them I think they do but it's it's always good to have that reassurance I also love seeing success stories of my players and, and currently I, I love having the, the fact that I have two of my former athletes working with me And uh, you may know them Mr. Tent and Mr. Zach have followed in my footsteps, and it is so encouraging, and it's so great to have them here back with us. I coached Mr. Ten for all of his high school, and Mr. Zach, I coached in um, when he was in sixth grade, but but interacted with him throughout his entire high school career. So it's been it's great having them back with me now, working with me. What are some challenges that comes with coaching a team of young men? People and their different personalities. Anytime you work with like twenty to thirty different personalities, you're going to have challenges that come up. Things like, you don't always see eye to eye. They may not agree with the formation that we're playing or the system that we're running or what I ask, ask them to do on offense or defense. So you're trying to manage that. Playing time. One guy may think he deserves more playing time, but as a coach you see, well, you're not you know, working hard enough in practice, so I have to manage that. At the varsity level, playing time isn't guaranteed. And so helping them understand that, you may not be guaranteed playing time. So that's another managing how they deal with that. And then decisions that they make there's been some of my players that have made outside of football have made very poor decisions and then you deal with the consequences of that which not only affect them affect them but affect the team because they may be suspended from the team for a certain amount of time or or whatnot so those are the those are some of the challenges that you have to face and and but how you react to those challenges are you going to come down hard on them as far as like be a a monster or an overlord or something like that or do you say hey we, we all make mistakes you try and learn from those mistakes and encourage them to be to be better so those are some of the challenges I'm facing what are the benefits of playing sports especially on a team oh there's there's just so many I did a little research on this question um, but there's just so many benefits one of the biggest benefits of being on a team is this is the belonging that you get you your part I mean you guys are a team for here for this podcast you work together you learn how to play off each other in your conversations you learn how to use each other's strengths and weaknesses Um, same thing, same thing for a sports team. You learn how to work with each other and that can translate again into down the road as you get a job. Like now I'm not on a team per se, like a sports team, but I have a team that I work with in the PE department and we learn how to work together and, and those different challenges that come with that. You're a part of a family. Like my guys know that they can come to me with anything and talk to me about anything. And hopefully I'm there to be, I'm there for them to encourage them and challenge them. You learn how to win together, you learn how to lose together. You go through the ups and downs of life. And that's something that can translate again into real life. In life, you're gonna have ups and downs and learning how to manage those, learning to lean on the people that are close to you, learning your family. Those are important things that you can that can benefit from. Those are the some of the benefits, but there's also like physical benefits such as you're fitter because you're exercising all the time, it, which then affects your mental health. You are healthier, it can be fun. I've always tried to tell my players, if you don't enjoy it, why are you doing it? There's no point if you don't enjoy it. If you're here to have fun and learn, great, let's do that. But if you're not enjoying it, if you're not having fun, then don't do it. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. I'm just lots of different things that, can, that you can benefit from from playing sports. Following up from that question, in what ways do the students grow from it? Learning how to interact with people. I think I mentioned that a little bit ago, but you learn how to interact with people that are different from you. I mean, on a team, you're going to have, like I think said earlier, there's lots of different personalities. You're going to have the quiet people. You're going to have the vocal people. You're going to have the, the guys that are just phenomenal athletes to the down to the average athlete. And you learn how to just interact with different the different people in the, in the squad. You learn how to face adversity. Every game you go through adversity, whether you're winning or losing, you go through adversity. You go through adversity in practice at times. So you learn how to face that and, and deal with it and handle that. You learn how to manage your time. Playing a varsity sport is a huge commitment. And you guys as high schoolers have homework to manage. You have to learn how to really take advantage of those times that you have to do that homework and, and work on your practice as well. With exercise, you sleep better. You honestly do. You really do sleep better. You learn how to lead. I, we went through a whole thing with my guys this year about leadership and not just the captains, but you're, all your players, all your athletes, whether whatever sport it is, whether it's football, basketball, volleyball, whatever it that is, you're leaders. People know you're on the team and they look up to you. So learning how to lead your cardiovascular health is improves, you gain confidence, You reduces stress. Exercise is known to reduce stress, and you have more energy. I exercise on a regular basis. I run every morning just about uh, three to five kilometers every morning. While somebody says, well, aren't you really tired after that? Well, in, immediately after I run, yes, I'm tired. But as the day goes on, I have more energy later in the day because of that. Being on a team because you're going to exercise regularly is, is definitely a benefit. And there's, there's just so many more, and there's too many to, to list them all. What have been some of your favorite memories from through the years coaching the soccer team at ICS? Oh man, I have a lot. I think my overall favorite was uh, in 2013 when we won ACSC. We went with a team that we had maybe trained one time for 11-a-side football, and we went up and won the whole thing as the only team that didn't play 11-a-side regular, regularly. And that was super exciting. Yeah, was, and that was a fun team to coach. I also, like, we won Bizac in 2015, which is the league we used to be in. The next year, we won the ISB tournament, which we beat a team from Phuket, which was an academy team. We were the only team to beat them that year um, in a tournament. Uh, we also, my first championship was uh, in 2008. We won a Phuket Sevens tournament in 2000, I want to say 2000. 12 it was coach 10th senior year we won we got second at the phuket tournament but it was one of those teams that was just they were so fun to coach we worked really hard and we lost to this team that was just the team that beat us deserved to win they were the best team there by a long shot and we we got but it was a fun team to coach and they just it was really they're the only team that's gotten me to cry after the end of the season this year's team was pretty close this year's was fun too it was pretty close i got choked up but yeah, there was, and and this year, obviously, this year, being second and being able to host ACSC, and then doing as well as we did, and finishing second, and having all of the students and teachers come out and support us, that was that was so fun. That was one of the most memorable, probably one of the most memorable times I've had here at ICS. Our final question for you is: How do you motivate players who might be nervous or unsure about their abilities? Um, I try to tell encourage players to have, like I said earlier, have fun. If you're not having fun, then why are you there? There's no point, right? And that's the biggest thing. Most of us do something, do sports or do something that we, we do because we enjoy it, not because we're forced to. If we're forced to do it, you're not going to like it. So I don't want to twist anybody's arm or force them to do if they don't like it. There's no point. So one, do it because you have fun. And then I've seen players play at lunchtime times. hey, why don't you try out for the team? And they look at me like, I'm not good enough. Well, and then then I kind of give them that little, well, why don't you let the coach make that decision? And sometimes they make it, sometimes they don't. And uh, Because once you put them with the better players, the team guys that are already on the team, they may not be able to make the team. But at least they took the risk and took that challenge. Um, if they don't make the team, I try to encourage them, here's what you can work on. Maybe you can make it, especially the younger players. Maybe you can work on this part of your game, get a little more fit, work on your ball skills, work on your shooting different aspects of the game that that will help them improve if I see the potential there I'm trying to encourage them to not give up but again to go back earlier have fun right it's there's no point like I said no point in doing if you're not having fun the one thing I always ask my PE classes and my players if you've been in my PE class you know what I always say line what do I always say about what what is my one expectation of you in PE class try your try your best try your best (laughs) I always ask my students to try their best that's all you can do you can't do any more than that all right and that's gonna look different for everybody. So encourage kids to just do your best. Don't do Lions best, don't do Pukau's best, don't do my best, do your best. And that's and that's the thing that I try and encourage them to do. And and also, like I said, encouraging those kids from like lunchtime soccer or PE soccer to go out there and they may look halfway decent in PE, but you gotta challenge yourself against the better players. And if you can compete and hang with them, then you have a better chance of making the team. So don't just sit back and oh, I'm not that good. Well. You don't know that you're not that good until you challenge yourself. Any words of encouragement or advice? Um, famous basketball coach Jimmy Valvano, coached in the 80s, won the NCAA na- the national tournament in 1983 um, with a very much an underdog team. And he ended up dying. He died of cancer in 93, but two months before he died, he gave a speech at the ESPYs, which is a big sports award ceremony in the US. And the part of his speech that everybody remembers, I don't think people remember most of the speech, but the one part they remember, he said, and this is, it became the, the motto for his foundation for cancer research. He said, don't give up, don't ever give up. You see this all the time at the beginning of the tournament, they'll start playing his picture, you see him cheering, and then you'll see him say this quote, don't give up, don't ever give up. And that is what I try and encourage my players to, don't give up. If you enjoy it, if you want it bad enough, just do it. Don't give up, try it. You may not make it then, but down the road you may make it. My little personal story, my first two years in college, I didn't make the soccer team. And it was frustrating because there was like, especially in my sophomore year, there was four guys that I knew I was better than that made it. And I was really frustrated. So I was like, I'm not going to try out the next year. And then someone came up to me and says, George, why aren't you trying out? And well, we'll give one more shot. So I did. And I made the team. And because the head the head varsity coach finally got to see me play. It was great. It was a good experience. I didn't necessarily play a lot, but it was good. I didn't give up. And I look back to that as a time like, man, I could have given up right then and there and be done with it. But I didn't, and and I'm so glad I didn't because I learned so much after that. And then I guess the last thing would be find something that you're passionate about, whatever that is. It can be sports, it can be radio, it can be science, math, whatever. If you're passionate about it, you can pursue it and do it to the best of your ability and don't give up. I love sports. I played high school sports. I played college sports. I still play soccer right now as an old man. I love it but i also love teaching it and I, and i found my passion in teaching and teaching sports coaching and all that i may not make a lot of money teaching teaching's not you don't you don't go into teaching to get rich but there's so much other rewards that you get from teaching seeing students become successful later on in life and that's that right there is the reward seeing people how their how their lives change for the better seeing them come back to you either you're working with you or or they just come back and say hey mr george how you doing and just that 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 love that they have for you, the impact you've had on their life. And so that's the rewards I get. Pursue what you're passionate about and do it to the best of your ability. Okay, with that great
0: advice, we will be right back after this short PSA. One, two, three, four.
1: Sports have been a part of life for more than 3,000 years. In the past, though, sports were primarily used as preparation for hunting or war. The oldest sports came from Greece and included wrestling, discus, javelin throwing, chariot racing and jumping. The winner would receive a crown of olive leaves and have a statue made of himself on Olympia. These would occur during the Olympics and would be watched by many people from all around Greece. Ball related sports are way more recent though. Golf originated in the 15th century, cricket was created in the 16th century. Baseball, softball, hockey and basketball all were first played in the 1800s.
0: We are back with part two of our episode. We will be interviewing two student athletes about the sports they play and what they believe are the benefits of playing team sports. Lion will start us off with our first question. Can you please introduce yourself
4: and state what sport you play? Hello, my name is Dylan Ishioka, and I am 17 years old, and I am a senior. I am currently playing for ICS's varsity soccer team.
5: Hello, I'm Nat Antakun and I'm also a senior. I'm currently 17 years old and I play for the Varsity Girls Volleyball team.
2: How was your first experience playing sport?
5: Well, my first experience playing sport was pretty fun and interesting because um, one of the first activities I did in ICS was actually joining the sport teams. I joined many sport teams as a 8th grader because that was when I first joined ICS. Volleyball was one of it and it definitely left a really good impression to me. That's why I continued it for like the next five years.
4: When I when I did my first few games, I thought I knew what I was doing, but in reality, I was not. I when I rewatched my performance from around 2013, I was embarrassed. It looked like a bunch of kids running around and kicking the ball back and forth. So yeah, in the moment of playing, I had fun. Back then, my stamina was was crazy. I remember I could run a six-minute mile and that I will not get tired from playing soccer. To this day I still cannot figure out why I lost my stamina when I have been constantly playing this sport to this day. What would you say are the benefits of playing on a team? I think that when someone plays on a team for a very long time you build these new and stronger relationships with your friends and other people. As time goes on and you play with these people you start to naturally feel like they are somewhat family to you. Once you are like family with these people you feel like you could be more open with the people who are willing to listen and help you whenever you need. And another benefit is that you can practice your social skills with your teammates. If you're a shy and introverted person and you play in a team, you are somewhat forced to talk with your teammates. Stepping out of the comfort zone is a step closer to improvement.
5: I gotta agree with Dino because as I've said in the beginning, I love playing sports but then it was really hard for me to adjust with the new school since I joined kind of late in middle school. And playing in the sport team has definitely made it so much easier for me to adjust with in terms of friends and teachers and just getting to know a lot more people, which I think I would have to suggest to all the new kids out there who will be joining sport teams next year or have not had a chance to join any sport team. If you want to make new friends or grow a stronger connection with someone you just want to be close to, you should definitely join those, any sport team you want.
2: Do you have any memorable moments from playing on your team?
5: The most memorable moments I had was definitely going to the ACSC tournament. Um, The first one I went to was in 2019, when I was in my freshman year, we went to Taiwan. It was really the best time of my life because I never really thought that I would have the chance to travel abroad to go compete in a sport that I really enjoy. But sadly, COVID hit, so it stopped for two years. My junior year and my and my sophomore year was just kind of sad. It was really sad because like um, the tournament we had were just only in school and somewhere in Bangkok. But then we were lucky enough that uh, the countries are actually reopening now. So as a senior, I get to go on my last ACSC trip with my teammates to the Philippines this year.
4: The most memorable moment from playing for my team was, was playing in the ACSC tournament. In this tournament, there were ups and downs for the team. We won some, lost some, and most importantly, you lost in the finals. After the game, our whole team was at our lowest. While there were tears coming down some of our faces, we heard the crowd supporting us and cheering us on. Even though we had lost in the finals, the community was proud of us and still supported us. This shows that the community will support us to the end even if we lose. This also shows that school is more than just like education, it's more, it's more like building relationships and having a new family here. Here's
1: our next question. What was your proudest achievement in sports?
4: I wouldn't say I'm most proud of any particular achievement, but a cool achievement I made was scoring a free kick against Mr. Tim Baumgartner in a 7-a-side goal. As you may know, Mr. Tim, a huge man, a good goalkeeper, big biceps, big body. Even though he is huge and covers the goal well, he could not save my shot. Sorry, Mr. Tim, too good. The shot was too fast and, and too strong for him to reach and dive for it.
5: My experience has to be definitely really similar to Dino. It happened in um, the ACOC that took place this year at the Philippines. We were against a team called Delat from Malaysia, and they had this really tall girl who was taller than me because I'm actually pretty tall. I'm like 177 centimeters. And for me to see someone taller than me was definitely fascinating. She's definitely a great hitter. And then but I thought that with my height I just wanted to block her. So in one of her hits um I kind of blocked her and we got a point from that. So I was definitely really really proud of that.
2: How would you say leadership plays a role in your sport?
5: Leadership plays a really really big role in my sport because if not a lot of people might know is that volleyball is a really mental sport since we play as a team. If whoever on the team when, uh, is just sad or down or their mentality is just really low, everyone on the court could sense it and somehow everyone will absorb that energy and take that energy in which obviously will cause a really bad effect to our team. So for someone or maybe more than one person to actually bring the team up and lead the other teammates through the hardship is just really, really important. So I guess that's how I would describe leadership in volleyball.
4: For me personally, leadership is one of the most important things a player must have. By being a leader, you are seen as a person who others should look up to. If you have a bad character, you say a lot of profanity, you do these bad actions, these younger players will learn from that and they will start to
1: develop those traits. So, it is important to show the qualities of a leader. Thank you for sharing, everybody. And finally, as you both are seniors, Firstly, what advice would you give to up-and-coming athletes? And what's next for you? Are you going to continue playing the sport in university? An advice I would give to up-and-coming athletes is that I recommend you
4: not to do any type of drugs because they will lower your performance significantly. And, uh, and that it, it also ruins your mental health and everything. And that, like, all the hard work you have been working for, it just goes down the drain. And what's next for me? I think that I was still playing this sport in, like, some Sunday D type thing with some old men on like yeah it's pretty fun i get to play with other people i get to train i get to st- st- still stay fit and while I be continuing playing this sport in university me going to japan i think the competition there is is insane i don't i don't think i can keep up with that but i will try to join a school team in university because i still want to play this sport and stay fit when i when i am older
5: um an advice i would love to give to the up-and-coming athlete would definitely be to have a lot of discipline because I've been on the varsity team for quite a while, and one thing I definitely regretted on was going to practice really, really late. I used to see that as something really funny, but one thing I realized is that it sets an example to the younger underclassmen. And once you become the oldest on the team, you're kind of put to the blame on it. So it's not always nice, and you obviously want to get the most out of practice. So always be sure to be on time and for me i'm still not really sure well where i will end up in uni yet hopefully i have the chance to play the sport and continue it because i just really love it but then it depends on where i end up to so hopefully i might join a a fun club or maybe the school team Who knows?
0: Thank you for sharing some advice with some of our younger and -and up-and-coming athletes. I hope our listeners have gotten to see a small glimpse of the positive benefits sports can add to their lives. As we end this episode, we'd like to thank our guests for sharing about their experiences with us. Our next episode will be featuring the art and design department, and we'll be discussing the industry and business of art. Again, this podcast would not be possible without the hard work and support of our international student production team.
2: All music and sound effects are courtesy of Pixabay.com, a vibrant community of creatives sharing copyright-free images, videos, and
0: music. And we are signing off until next time. We're Students Incorporated, because your voice matters.